welcome to the Happiness Injection with me, Jeanette. I want to get you off your head with happiness during this podcast with no drugs or alcohol. And you know what? If I can make you laugh, we might burn some calories. It's all about the calories. (laughs) I was born with chronic happiness disorder. It's not something that many people have in the UK, you may have noticed. As I was growing up, it wasn't so bad because other children had chronic happiness disorder as well. But then, when I was getting older, people were like, Shanette, you're lovely, but you're crazy. And I was like, oh, okay. I was just carrying on being me. But people were like, you know, Shanette, you're mad as a box of frogs. And this made me laugh because how mad is a box of frogs? Now, I wouldn't say that I am similar to a box of frogs. They're green and slimy and I'm very clean and well washed. I'd just like you to know, even though you can't see me. But however, like... For years, I've begun to think, do I actually need a certificate because I am crazy? And I was actually different to other adults. I love Mondays. What? I love going to work. I enjoy my job. The only thing that I don't really enjoy is other people who suck my happiness. Lemon suckers, I call them. You know, people who just kind of go, oh, yes, well, we tried that in 1972 and it didn't work, you know? And and people who, like, when you have a really good idea, just want to slap you down. I just look at them and think, really? And I learned when I did explore the science of happiness, I learned that you actually lose your happiness at the age of 10. So all my friends were having their happiness sucked out at 10 by the serious police. And I I don't know where I was. I think I was up a tree somewhere, maybe like just looking at birds or sparkly clouds. I used to love, I still do love lying on the grass, looking at the clouds, like seeing what you can see in the clouds. And I think that after 10, that's when everybody started to call me crazy. But it wasn't until I approached my 40s that I realised that I'm actually not crazy. I am actually too happy. Too happy. So that means that I am overly qualified to make you a certain degree happier just by listening to my podcast. Karen and I travel a lot together, don't we, Karen? We do. A lot, lot, lot. And... We have tricks to keep our happiness up because people are like, sometimes we're like in the car for like five hours together. Like imagine being in the car with me for five hours together. It's torture. No. (laughs) Don't lie to people. If you leave, I might need to advertise. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. It's amazing. (laughs) So the thing is, right, is about, is about Karen and I is, we, we always have a giggle, don't we? Yeah. And today is another example, right? Because we're on our way there and this rave song came on. And we've got our sunglasses on because it's like 10 degrees in, in the UK. And, and so everybody puts their sunglasses on, even though they don't need them. And anyway, just judging. And... Uh, so we were driving along, we're singing this, and we start doing this dance move together. That's how, how much in, like, sync we are with each <laughs> other. Like, we start doing this honk sign with our arms. Honk, honk, honk. Right, so if you can visualise that, 
it was getting a bit mental, like proper mental. And I said to Karen, do you know what? We need lorry drivers to honk us while we're driving this Sunday because I think this is today's challenge. So she's looking in the passenger window, honk, honk. To... <laughs> no one honked us. <laughs> um, so I said, I know. On the way back, we need a sign that says honk if you're happy. Right? And Karen said, I think it's supposed to be honk if you're horny. <laughs> And I was like, Karen, we're not perverts, we're happiness people. I said, if you put onk if you're horny, everybody will be onking us all over. And then, you know what happens to me? What happiness trouble happens when we do things like that. So, anyway, I challenged her, everyone. I challenged her, didn't I? I challenged her. So she went to this school and she said, can I have a fat pen, please? The girl even asked you what colour, how many pens did they have? Anyway, Karen wrote a sign that said, onk onk if you're happy. We've had one onk, <laughs> and we've been on the road for three hours now. <laughs> and we've been trying our hardest as well, haven't we? You have been flashing that sign a lot. I'm glad you said sign at the end. Yeah, but I think maybe next time we maybe have to switch and maybe do a sociological test and do onk if you're horny and see which one, <laughs> whether the nation that we drive through is happy or horny. <laughs> <laughs> guess what everyone we're in the happy place now it's a bit random but even the people who work here know this is my happy place and guess where it is see if you can hear it's the car wash sometimes when the world is just getting on my nerves i just come to the car wash i, I get in and you know what when i come out the other end and, and so i thought what better place to do a podcast from than in a car wash yay and wow oh here comes the big buffer everyone it's gonna buffer all the dirt off and you know what sometimes in life you do feel a bit covered in dirt listen to that Oh, buffer it away, buffer it away, yay. Sometimes in life, you feel like you need slapping by those big brush rollers, don't you, to get you motivated. Actually, I wouldn't mind a human car wash myself, but then it wouldn't be called a car wash, it would be called the shower. <laughs> Things are getting a little bit noisy in the car wash now. And, and the big the big rollers are on me. I'm being side buffed, top buffed. Now it's going to the rear, everyone. Oh, who doesn't love a brushing on the rear? So while I'm in the car wash, I'm thinking about like just I just start appreciating and I just like I'm not really into all this he time, she time, me time, we time. But this is a little bit of peace and quiet. I go in, fill my car up with petrol, I get myself a Ribena, but other drinks are available. I just love the sugar and it's got to be not sugar free. And I get me straw. Just a minute, here I go. And I'll just have a suck on my Ribena. Mm. While the buffers go over me. And I generally tend to think about nothing. I don't text. I don't take calls in the car wash. This is my time. This is my time in the car wash, okay? Like, how long is this car wash? Probably not even, like, five minutes. We'll time it because the podcast will end when the car wash ends. Otherwise, people in the queue will get on the tube. And we're about happiness. So the buffers are going back across now. And I, I paid for the full works for you. 
we're going to get waxed and blow dried and everything during this happiness injection but you know what sometimes when you're feeling really miserable you feel like life's made you dirty this is the best time to appreciate now we all talk about gratitude have an attitude gratitude but i don't really see many people with an attitude of gratitude you know i see polite people saying thank you but to really really be grateful for your life to really really just have that gratitude attitude it's just about appreciation it's just about appreciating things appreciating the fact that today i've got five minutes to sit in a car wash i'm not in a hurry to get somewhere after the car wash i'm going for the most delicious dinner at my mum's house and she's cooking so that gives me extra time to come to the car wash to be with you so what else can we appreciate like appreciate the fact that i've got a car to put in the car wash Appreciate that I've got money to pay for a car wash. Appreciate that it's not me sponging down my car because that would do my head in. If you like car washing, then you want to get out and wash your neighbours' cars as well because, you know, that more of that going on. We got to this hotel and we checked in and we went upstairs and the room was under par shall we say yes. under par so the room was under par and my mum pointed out that it could have done with a hoover before we arrived so we actually phoned down and said look not being funny but the room could do with a hoover and they said don't worry we'll send someone up the next thing while we were debating whether to stay in this hotel or not a man knocked on the door with his backpack and coat with a hoover and he said there you go <laughs> we were expected to hoover the room ourselves now we could have stayed at home and done our own hoovering if we wanted to so we made a decision there and then and we checked out and for about five minutes in the car park we were hotelless until we phoned up another hotel and now we're actually recording this podcast from this fabulous hotel in south wales and the, and it's gorgeous and we are staying here now for three days and the staff are making it extra special for us because they know our trauma. So what I want Shanette's mum to talk about is, in my childhood, after you'd given birth to me, what do you think in your upbringing of me has made me an overly happy person? What would you say when we were... When, when I was younger and you were looking after me and because five years it was five years before you had my other brother um but what would you say what would you say in childhood was important to create happy children well the time you were born we didn't have a lot of money and we didn't have television Ooh, in our we house. didn't have television no that was my little hippie bit that that was oh, not that was your to, choice <laughs> yes it was a choice people did have televisions and um, a lot of mums stayed at home in those days and because they were actually not allowed to work married women in some places and where I worked that was one of them um, so on an afternoon we used to all go out all the mums and meet at the local park so from a very early age you were outside in the fresh air enjoying yourself with lots of other kids and um, we played and we stayed there all afternoon until it was time. Did we go on the go swings? On. You went on the swings and the roundabouts and you could all toddle. And I, we talked all the time, you and I, because we were on our own together. Um, and we talked all the time. And you spoke from a very early age and never stopped since. 
And when we went home, there wasn't a lot of toys, so we used to do things like bake, make a big thing of bath time and bedtime and story time. I I always remember you reading stories because I used to love stories and 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 Mister Men's stories wasn't it Yeah because that there wasn't a lot of children's books then no, was there so so there was the Ladybird books though wasn't there Do you remember when you used to it, when you used to read Cinderella and she had three dress changes Yes and uh, you know this modern Cinderella she only goes to the ball once the one I had went Aww. three times Aww. I think that's why I've been married twice because I need third ball (laughs) I think it's cheaper just to have your own parties already before I've gone to this meeting the person who has organized the meeting has told me that the the chair is a lemon sucker okay now how much time do you think that team of people talk about that lemon sucker because I know when I've been in workplaces you go in the cupboard with your friends and you talk about the lemon sucker. You don't talk about all the good that you've done that day or the good that you're going to do or these ideas or D-Rib, what, what, you know, what so-and-so said or, you know, I hit that target. You talk about the lemon sucker. In your families, when you meet with your families, who do you talk about? Lemon suckers. With your friends, who do you talk about? lemon suckers we give so much time and attention to these people that i'm thinking of becoming one (laughs) sorry that was just the attention seeker within but the truth is i want you to just listen to yourself this week just listen that's the action to yourself when you're talking to different groups of people who you associate with and think about What are you talking about? Are you talking about people who suck your happiness? Are you talking about things that suck your happiness? You know, I I went to um, coffee with my friend and we make it a real point not to talk about lemon suckers because we spend so much time talking about them. You know, I've got a relative who is more than a lemon sucker, like just a happiness terrorist, and she's consistently dropping happiness, destroying bombs on our family. And recently she did something, and I'm just like, let's not talk about it. She did it. We should not be surprised anymore because she did it. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like, don't give it airtime. Instead, and this is the action part that's really, really tricky. It's like, start talking about really good things. Like, I just had, um, I started running this week. Oh! Um, and I've managed to do two runs. And then later on today, I'm going to do another one. Like, that's three runs. I've never run in my life. I can't run very far for personal reasons. All right, I'll tell you, I wee myself. But I've even not weed during the running, I think, because it's running walking. I haven't told anybody that, really. I've told you now, but I haven't really told anybody. You know, when my children are at work, like... We, you know, I say to them, you can get so sucked into the negativity, like so-and-so isn't working hard enough, or she said that, or he said that, you know, one of my other friends is a waiter, you know, he's like, oh my God, you know, some of us like are all working, and then there's this one person, but that energy gets taken by them. Who are you, Howell? Well, who am I? Um, I'm, I'm, uh... Howell, I like to call you when you're called Howell. <laughs> Howell. Howell. Rhymes with Towel. 
that's I'm right no, then. That's it, you are right. H-Y-W-E-L yeah. if you want to write him yeah. a letter after. If you want to write me a letter, feel free. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was a teacher for a long time, and then, oh, I know, teacher, I know. Uh, and then I, 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 saw, I woke up one day. Well, actually, what happened was I, I parked up at my place of work, and I, I got really annoyed because someone else had double parked, oh. and it had bothered me all day. And I was teaching kids, and I, but I couldn't shake the idea that someone had double parked in the uh, car park. I was really annoyed. I wanted to know whose car it was because it, it, it proper wound me up. And then I realised I probably needed to change the direction of my life. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, it was I, a double parking incident. It was a little incident like that. But I thought, well, what, what's this all about? I were, I were hitting yeah. my late thirties, and I was like, well, I need to do something different. So I, I, I didn't know anything but education. So um, I thought I'll just stop teaching, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll try and travel around and help people teach and yeah. and whilst trying to get a, to be a better teacher yeah well I started with notes I didn't really know what I was doing and I, I just met some good people and uh, before I know it I were um, like uh, com- doing conferences and still going into schools and stuff like that and, and spreading my wings a little bit get meeting different people who are doing different jobs and I saw a world really in a brilliant world of education but also a brilliant world beyond it and do you know what sometimes when you have a double parking incident yeah or you know you, you wake up one morning and your life isn't exactly how you want it to mm-hmm. be this is when an happiness injection's needed yeah yeah and and the thing is about us is we met because yeah. we were booked by, by the beautiful Julia. Oh, Julia. And Matthew. Julia yeah, and Matthew yeah, in that Melton yeah. Mowbray oh, where the yeah. pies, before you're thinking you're right, it's where pies. It is where the pies And, you, the and pies they paid, paid us in pies. They paid us in pies they? and we were happy with that. Yeah. And we did a day and Howell and I didn't know each other no. and I think I was calling you Huel yeah. for a bit. Like Tool. Like Tool Huel. And then he was like, I'm Towel Howell. And yeah. I was like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. And I said to him, do you want to go first or shall I? And, and he was like a bit, I thought, because I'm judgmental, just yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a bit cocky. I thought, oh, cocky. You go, I, 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 you I go think, first. I think you misunderstood me, though, because no I, I was I actually, what I was operating there with was good manners. <laughs> and uh, I, I could see, well, here's a lady and she's... She's obviously putting a lot of preparation in and, and stuff like that. Like, and I'd put preparation in, but I felt like I felt they needed you first, and I was actually just demonstrating good manners. Oh well, I was just demonstrating how judgmental people can be. <laughs> hey, they can be though, can't yeah, they? They can. Hashtag, hashtag just being judgmental, ju- just judging, just, ju- just, just judging. judging. Hashtag just judging. Just judging. Just hashtag judging. just judging. How many times do we judge people, and actually oh, we are no. completely wrong? And it isn't until this conversation I realised you were actually being polite, and I was being judgmental. I would, I, honestly, I just thought Let's it was a polite thing to do. Let's move on, so I retain my beautiful personality. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I've got a lovely person. I wasn't judging you. I was just well, being good. We did a day together. Yeah, yeah. And I went on first, and I was like, boom, and then oh, and then mate. Howell came out of the cupboard with a very shocked face. I was because it, it was what you did was you it was about nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah it and was. you in the nicest way you, you blew the room up and it was great <laughs> and I just thought oh great she's brilliant and now I've got to go on after her. And, now, and you actually said uh, to the audience, you said, oh, <laughs> that's how I sat now, by the way, we're, we're, we're in the car. Yeah. Um, I actually said, you actually said to the room, you said, 
do you know what? I, I, it's normally people saying, how do I follow me? And now I've got to lift my comedy yeah. to become a comedy off yeah. with her. Yeah. So he's, was... you said it's going to work out well for you to the audience because yeah. you're going to get total and utter pleasure. I, I, and it I, was a day of total it, it and was. utter pleasure. I must admit, the thing that went through my head was, I don't need this. I could have done with you being a bit poor. Because, <laughs> frankly, I, I've got enough on, you know, without... You've got enough on, I've got enough yeah. on. Hashtag... And, Got, got enough, enough on. on. Well, how many people listening to this have got enough on? Yeah. Because I think the world is such a busy, busy place. Busy, 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 busy. Yeah. I've talked about it in previous podcasts. Everybody's busy being busy, being busy. Yeah. I'm busy on busy on busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Well, I, yeah. And, and the thing is, when you're busy, people still... Don't they? Well, they'll yeah. ignore it. Yeah. People still actually give you other jobs to do. Yeah. So, you, so you'll be at work with your to-do list as long as you're arm. Yeah. And you'll be like, you know, and, and somebody will come in, some in middle management. Yeah. And go, I know you're busy, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and some people are so busy, and there'll be people listening to this who are so busy, that one of the things they just want to do at the weekend is just write the list of things that they did <laughs> they've done it already so you start with a, and that's quite a good advice that. On, a, on a if you just need to get it out of your head just get a blank sheet of paper and write a list of the things you did do yeah, instead of doing a to-do list good. just do a I've done it list I've done it I've, I've done, done it. it or just do a writing list well you know, yeah you could I, just I, I, I went that. somewhere the other day and I saw a girl's post it she had 15 things on the post it oh, and it was a normal size post it wasn't an extra large one and I thought oh, bless you yeah. I felt like ripping it off and eating it <laughs> just to help you should, do you know what you should have shown her you should have shown her that or you know you shouldn't be in a situation where you're think thinking we of, need a bigger post it I think one of the things on the list though when I was reading down was go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> now in the UK, if you're living and breathing in the UK, you'll know that culturally positivity is a hard thing. You know, if that's why all those YouTube videos of singing on the tube and things like that happen in America and not in the UK. Because if you get on the tube, people just look at you strangely. I saw a video of... Uh, a friend of mine going on a holiday to Cyprus and it was during the England game where, where we beat Sweden 2-0, just saying. And um, the, play, the the pilot was playing It's Coming Home. Now, a couple of people were like, clapping and singing, but the man in front of her like looks like, what are we doing, you know? And I just thought, you know what, unless you've had a gin or two, you can't really let yourself go. And then we've got the other extreme. We've got these like overly positive people who are like, yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of like just cheesy positivity, you know. I'm a naturally happy person, but I have miserable days. And a beautiful friend of mine, Glam Ham, wrote a blog about how she listens to these happiness injections on her miserable days. She saves them up for her miserable days. And do you know what, Glam Ham, if you're listening, I hope that you're all already lifted by me talking about cheesy positivity it's a bit like cheesy chips it's wrong <laughs> on so many levels but 
cheesy positivity is that kind of thing that people throw out at you when you're just like having a miserable day and they're like smile you know and I just think you know what sometimes a smile even a fake smile doesn't deserve. have you ever been served by somebody who's faking customer service right because you can just tell <laughs> yes I'm going to maintain my smile I don't really want to serve you I hate my job and I hate working here but I'm smiling I'm smiling <laughs> like I always think at Disney you know do they go behind the door you know in the break room and just be like right let's be miserable let's just be totally miserable for like 20 minutes before we have to go back out there and be like yay we're Disney we're happy <laughs> No one ever films in the break room at Disney. But, you know, let's look at some cheesy things that people say, like, count your blessings, count your blessings. Like, really? Do you know what I mean? What about if you haven't got any blessings to count because you've had a bad day? Leave your cheesy positivity at home. Leave cheese for on your chips and just have, like, you know, mindfulness, like... Why is this the answer to everything? Yes, don't get me wrong, mindfulness people. I know that it works. But when my mind's full, I don't want to breathe. I don't want to stop, drop and meditate. And I've said this before, but it's so true. And it's like, you know, if you're having a miserable day, like, you know, you just want to find a little piece of happiness in the day, don't you? You know, like... You probably want to just go and have coffee with a friend and and just like talk about other people just for like 10 minutes, but just let it be like, oh, and then she said that, and he said that, and this is why I'm miserable. Because <laughs> like I was laughing to myself this week because three out of four children are out of my house at the moment. I've had two weeks with one child. Can you, this is, that's like happiness. I miss them, but wow, my house has been tidy. Like the wash load is so like one. My shopping bill reduced from a hundred pounds to like 37 pounds. What was I buying? And you know what? The mess. Oh, wow. On a morning, I go into the children's bathroom. How lucky am I to have another bathroom? But I go into the children's bathroom and it's the same as when I left it the previous day. The other day I was talking to somebody and everything was grim. Like, oh, that's so grim. This is grim, 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 grim. And it made me smile because grim isn't a word that I ever use. And it, it was quite... <laughs> It was so everything was grim and I thought, yeah, everything is probably grim in your life because you actually are using that word a lot. So this week, I want us to listen to the words that we're using. I've been using the word dazzle this week and this morning when I opened the curtains, the whole sky was like this amazing pink and I had to open the window literally and take a photo for Instagram because that's what you do, don't you? And the thing is, is that the sky was just dazzling like and I giggled to myself because I thought it's only Tuesday and I've started using the word dazzling and dazzling the world is becoming like even when I open my curtains. So what words are you using? Like, do you say the word, oh, it's killing me, or, you know, this 
this week's killing me or, you know, I think, you know, tired is another word that we use all the time. Like, oh, I'm tired. And I read in a book called Miracle Morning, which is an awesome book, by the way. It said that when you go to bed, if you tell yourself, wow, I'm going to bed and it's this time and I'm going to get up at this time, I'm going to have like, even if you only have four hours sleep, I'm going to have four hours sleep, like go to bed, I'm going to set my alarm, I'm going to have four hours sleep, woo! Then when you wake up, you think, wow, I had four hours sleep. You're actually flipping your thinking, aren't you? Because I used to commute to work uh, in Manchester and that's like a two hour train ride so I'd get up at half four I think oh my goodness especially in the winter I'd be like oh my goodness it's half four I've got to go on the train I'd get on the train I think I'm so tired I'm so tired and actually I never really checked whether I was really tired or whether I was just saying it so now when I go to bed and it's great because on the on my phone I've got this bedtime thing so I say right I'm going to bed at uh, this week I've set myself a challenge to go to bed at half nine because um, I'm getting up early and walking the dog. So I'm setting my alarm at half nine. And, and tonight, everyone, I'm going to go to bed at half nine and I'm not going to get up till seven. I know, that's a lot of hours sleep. So I'm going to be really excited. But even when I've got short pockets of sleep, like I've, I think to myself, right, I've, uh, how amazing I've got these hours of sleep in this comfy bed with this pillow. And all this sounds a bit extreme, but actually, after a while, you start to really, like, feel it. So now, when I think to myself, oh, I'm tired, I check it out. I think, am I really tired? Or is it just my mind saying I'm tired? And I'm not really tired. Get excited and get out there, people, and spread that happiness. 